With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Old Time Radio Superman Show. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, adam at adamsweb.us. And be sure and rate the show on iTunes. All right, well, uh, before we do get started, I want to encourage you to pick up your copy of Powerhouse Heroic Adventures Bundle. It's available either as an ebook or an audiobook. It's an inexpensive way to get my first three superhero comedy uh, novels for one low price. So pick up the Powerhouse Heroic Adventures Bundle today. Now from January 20th, 1948, here is Dead Man's Secret, Part 5. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, Superman is away while in the apartment he occupies as reporter Clark Kent. Young Jimmy Olsen and Frederick the Tiny Midget hear a sound in the hall that makes their blood run cold. Listen, Jim. Do you hear that? Uh Uh-huh. Sounds like somebody coming up the hall. Yes. Yes, it is. It's the boat. The boat? Are you sure? Oh, yes. I'd know his limping walk anywhere. He must be coming here... For me. Oh, oh, jeepers, Freddy. What what do we do? Nothing, Jim. There's nothing we can do. This is the end for me. How you doing, gang? Having fun in the snow? Well, go to it. Enjoy it while it lasts. It's healthful and it's good for you. Just remember one thing, though. Winter accidents can be very serious. So take precautions. Practice safety first. For instance, in going to and coming from school, be even more careful than usual at street crossings. Because, as you know, it isn't easy for cars and trucks to stop fast on ice and snow. Those of you who sleigh ride in cities, be sure to use streets from which traffic is barred or post monitors at the bottom of a hill block to warn you when cars are coming. Be careful about ice skating, too. Very often, ice that looks safe isn't really. So go only to skating rinks or ponds that have been tested and are supervised. Another thing to keep in mind is that it is easy to catch cold in this kind of weather, and colds can lead to more serious illnesses. So play safe. Try not to get overheated. Keep warm with the right kind of clothes. 
If your clothes or shoes get wet, change at once. Drink lots of milk and fruit juices. Get plenty of rest and sleep. In short, don't take unnecessary chances. Play safe. Be careful and stay healthy. And now, the adventures of Superman. A tiny midget named Freddy, former companion to the late Sir Hubert Clay, a famous mathematician and physicist, solicited the aid of Clark Kent, who is Superman, and cub reporter Jimmy Olsen in a strange cause. Freddy said that just before Sir Hubert died, he instructed his tiny companion to locate a man named Robert Archer and repeat a curious sentence to him. Archer would then be able to prevent a terrible disaster to the world, which was scheduled to take place on February 1st. Following a newspaper appeal to the missing Archer, Kent received a phone call from him and arranged to meet him in Mayor Perry White's office. But while Kent waited at City Hall, Jimmy and Freddie, whom Kent had left in his apartment, heard heavy thumping footsteps in the corridor outside the apartment. Steps which Freddie identified as those of an international conspirator known as the Boot. The man who had murdered Sir Hubert Clay and had been pursuing Freddie all over the world. Frightened, Jimmy and the midget huddled silently in a corner of Kent's apartment. After a speechless moment, Jimmy found voice. I... I don't hear those steps anymore, Freddy. Do you? Uh, no. I'm going to peek out into the hall. No, Jim, don't. He... Uh, the boot is out there. Now look, Freddy. Just because we heard the steps of a man who limps, it, it doesn't mean he was the boot. There oh, are lots of... you, there was the boot. I'd know his step anywhere. Oh, you've got the jitters. It was probably somebody going to some other apartment. No, no. It was the boot. I know it. Then where is he? He wouldn't just stand outside the door. <laughs> Jeepers. Damn it. There he is. Be quiet. Who... Who is it? Who's there? He, he won't answer. He won't identify himself. He wants us to open the door. And then then he'll... Shh. I, I think I better call up Mr. Kent. Good idea, old chap. Hurry, hurry. M. E. One. Six. Oh. Golly, I messed it up. Hurry, old chap. For heaven's sakes, hurry. What was that? Oh, I don't know. But never mind it. You go on. Call Mr. Kent. Yeah, okay. I, I will. M. E. One. Six. Oh. What? What are you stopping for? I. I don't know. I. I feel kind of funny. Uh, yes. So. So do I. Six. Oh. Oh gosh, I. I already dialed that. I. I got. Oh. Jim. Jim, what? What? As Freddy starts toward Jimmy Olsen, who has collapsed, the tiny man staggers, reels, and then he, too, falls to the floor where he lies motionless. Meanwhile, unaware of what is taking place in his apartment, Clark Kent is in Mayor Perry White's office in City Hall, where he and White are waiting for the mysterious Robert Archer. 
What time is it now, Chief? Oh, will you stop asking me that every half minute, Kent? Well, it's 9.30. Not you said he'd be here an hour ago. I think we'd better get in touch with Inspector Henderson. Henderson? Why? Well, because Archer may have run into that awful character, the Booth. Oh, he got away from him in Parkersville, didn't he? Oh, apparently. Well, but... if he could dodge him in a little town like that, he certainly wouldn't have any trouble in a big city like Metropolis. I'm not so sure. Besides, well... Besides what? Well, it just occurred to me that this whole thing may be a trap set by the boot. To get me out of the way, I mean, while he takes... Uh, just a minute. Uh, come in. Yes? What is it, Connor? Mr. Mayor, there's a gentleman named Robert Archer here to see Mr. Kent. Oh, boy, at last. Hey, you see, Kent? Uh, show him in, Connor. Yes, sir. Uh, right in here, please. Thank you. Mr. Kent? Yes, I'm Kent. How do you do? This is Mayor White. Oh, how do you do? Glad to see you, Mr. Archer. And so am I. Kent was sure you'd been caught by that uh, that bogeyman, uh, the boot. Well, it's because <laughs> you're over an hour late, Mr. Archer. Yes, I know. I'm sorry, but there were two suspicious-looking men standing outside of my hotel. Oh, so... I see. Was one of them the boot? No, but I didn't like their looks, so I waited in the lobby for quite a while. When they didn't leave, I managed to get out through a service door in the basement. But that delayed me. Of course, I understand. Well, why didn't you call the police? Because... Well, you see, I don't want to attract any more attention to myself than necessary. Now, Mr. Kent, you said in your personal notice in the papers that you had something important to tell me about Sir Hubert Clay. Is that so? Yes, but uh, before we go into that, I'd like to be sure you are Robert Archer. Oh, don't be silly, Kent. Oh, I'm sorry, Chief, but I must be sure. Oh, I understand. Here, I... I think this will convince you, Mr. Kent. Here's my passport. It has my photo on it. Uh-huh. This is my university identification... Driver's license. Oh, here's a photograph of me taken some years ago with the late Sir Hubert. I worked with him for some time. His assistant, you know. Yes, I know. Okay, I'm satisfied that you're Robert Archer. Now, now, let's get down to cases. Right. You see, Mr. Archer, the other day, a tiny man, a midget, came to see Jim Olson, a young reporter on our paper. He said his name was Frederick. Does that mean anything to you? Frederick? Mm-hmm. Oh, I... He used to be a circus performer. Later, he became the companion, and a sort of servant, I imagine, to the late Sir Hubert Clay. Oh, yes, I seem to recall hearing of that. It was a short time after I'd left Sir Hubert. Oh, come on, Kent, come on, get to the point. I am, Chief. Well, just before Sir Hubert was murdered by the boot, Mr. Archer... And the boot he... did do it, I thought so. Yes. Well, just before it happened, Sir Hubert told Freddy he must find you. Me? Yes, Sir Hubert said that only you could prevent some great disaster... A catastrophe that's scheduled to strike the entire world on February 1st. What's that? You seem surprised. Don't you know what Sir Hubert meant? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, you see, Kent, I told you it was all a lot of balderdash. I'm sure it isn't, Chief. Maybe this will help, Mr. Archer. Sir Hubert gave Freddy a message for you. He did? Uh, did he tell you what it is? Yes, he did. X is to Freddy as Y is to Sari. Sari? The equation equals the first day of February. In the name of heaven, act quickly. Does that nonsensical double-talk mean anything to you, Archer? Uh, yes, it, it, it does, Mr. White. It does? Uh, yes, but... Uh, well, what does it mean? Well, I, I can't tell you until I've... Well, until I've spoken with this midget chap. Where is he? Well, right now, Freddy is at oh, my... What do you need Freddy for? He told Kenton Jim Olson he doesn't know about this uh, this big secret. Oh, yes, he does. He must. Uh, take me to him quickly, please. You say Freddy does know the secret? Uh, yes, yes, but well, I... I don't get this at all. Uh, Freddy may not know that he knows, but he does know. I'm sure of that. Oh, now, look here, Mr. Uh, Archer. Please, gentlemen, boy... let's not waste precious time. If Sir Hubert said a great disaster will strike on February the 1st, it will. And with time so short... But wait a minute. Uh, take so... me to this chap, Freddy, at once. Please, take me to him. And perhaps I can learn the secret in time to avert the catastrophe. Right. 
Come with me, Mr. Archer. You too, Chief. Followed by Perry White and the excited Robert Archer, Clark Kent hurries from City Hall en route to his apartment. What will he find there? We'll be back in a moment for the startling climax of today's episode. So keep listening. Well, I promised I'd keep you posted on the progress of the Superman contest judges. So here is the latest bulletin. Everything is moving along smoothly and swiftly. And from all indications, it won't be long now before we are in a position to begin announcing the names of the 1,000 lucky winners. And just between you and me, my private hunch still says that just a few more days is all it will take. So please continue to be patient and keep on listening every day to make sure you don't miss the big day. Meanwhile, don't forget what we told you yesterday about polio, the sneak thief disease, and about medical science's effort to wipe out the virus or germ responsible for it. The fight against infantile paralysis, as it is better known, is everybody's fight, yours and mine. And our job is to help provide the weapons in the war against the disease. That we can do by contributing generously to the March of Dimes. Make regular contributions from your own allowance. Ask mother and dad to give you extra dimes to turn in. Remind others to do the same thing. Remember that your dimes may help to save you and your family from attack by polio. So don't wait. Make your contributions to the March of Dimes now. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. Accompanied by Mayor Perry White and Robert Archer, a thin, scholarly-looking man, Clark Kent has arrived at the door of his apartment. But as he fits the key into the lock, his X-ray vision probes through the door and he gasps. Great Scott! What's the matter, Kent? Wait just a minute, Chief. Now, look! Great Caesar, that... Well, that's Jim on the floor. Good heaven. Kent, is he... Is he... No, he's alive all right, Chief. His heart action's okay. Oh, thank goodness. But what happened? How did... Freddy! Freddy is gone. Gone? Freddy? You mean the midget? Yes, Mr. Archer. He's gone. Disappeared. Well, there goes the key to Sir Hubert's secret. Dismayed, Clark Kent, Perry White, and Robert Archer stare at each other. What has happened to the tiny man who, according to Archer, is the key to the mystery? Superman has found Robert Archer only to lose Freddy. What will happen now as the 1st of February looms closer, only a few days away? We'll know more soon, so don't miss tomorrow's exciting episode, fellows and girls. Tune in, same time, same station, for Chapter 6 of Dead Man's Secret on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you will hear Tom X and his Ralston Straight Shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.